Hello and welcome to the Coon Hunting University Podcast. This is your host, Tyler Duncan. And like always, class is in session. Hey y'all, so Coon Hunting University is brought to you by Superior Light Company, best lights in the business. If you don't believe me, go check them out, nighthunters.com. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout and receive almost $20 off Hellcat Max. But that code is good for any superior light on that website and the battery tester, which works with the Hellcat Max. So go over there and check them out. So today on Coon University, we're going to be doing something a little different. I'm going to be at the Mississippi State Hunt. You're going to hear from multiple people, and it's it's my first time doing anything like this, and so I kind of had to splice it all together. So if it just jumps to the next person, I'm sorry. But there's some good information captured on this, and it was pretty cool to be able to set up and record this at the Mississippi State Hunt. This was the UKC Mississippi State Hunt. So it was pretty cool to be able to record all this. But I hope you all enjoy it. You'll hear names like Eddie Simmons, uh, Mr. Robert Stark, Jeremy Purvis, Josh Green, uh, just to name a few, a couple other people. So y'all sit back and enjoy. So we're sitting here at the Mississippi State Hunt. I'm joined by Mr. Ronnie Stark, who is the vice president of the Mississippi Raccoon Hunters Association, right? And That's I have correct. Mr. Eddie Simmons, whom you'll remember from episode number three. So, Mr. Ronnie, tell me about how this hunt came about and how'd you end up, you know, with the $4,000 added, because to my knowledge, there hadn't been a UKC state hunt have that much. I mean, that was that's really impressive that y'all done that. Well, we did a lot of fundraisers through the year and doing building our bank account up for for these hunts. And we given this away this year, and hopefully we'll break even on, you know, on entries versus the money we pay out. And then all the other money that we make that we make up, we're using it for the youth hunt. We give we give a lot more for the youth than what we do the state hunt. So, and that that is awesome. Do uh, do you know of any Mr. Eddie that have done that as far as the that big of a purse for UKC for a state hunt? That's the biggest UKC hunt I've ever heard of myself. Now down south for sure, they may be some in other locations, but as far as I know, that's the the biggest I've ever heard of. Yeah, that is awesome. It's definitely created a lot of uh, people wanting to come over here and hunt and get together. Yes, I'm mean, sure work. It really, and it, it's drawn a lot of attention, you know, positive attention to this this area, and it's awesome. So, what all is the Mississippi Raccoon Hunter Association? What all do you entail? Are you kind of like the Mississippi Dog Hunter Association in any way? Do you have any? Yes, uh, we are. We do. Um, we represented the coon hunters in the state of Mississippi. All coon hunters, whether they're a member or not, we, um, the Mississippi Raccoon Hunters Association is the reason that um, we're able to coon hunt during turkey season now. In the past, you wasn't able to coon hunt during, during turkey season, and, and they lobbied and, and got, got it passed so we can coon hunt during turkey season. And that's that's what we're doing. We we've had a couple of things come up recently that we have gotten stopped. Some laws that were going to be harmful to the coon hunters, and so we've got some of those laws. Been able to contact all of our state representatives and and able to get some of that stuff stopped to to be able to keep hunting the way that we've been hunting in the state. 
I know all the coon hunters in Mississippi for sure thank y'all for what y'all do and for keeping an eye on the laws and everything that affects us because we still love this coon hunting. And without y'all helping take care of us, uh, we would be in trouble. Thank y'all. Yes, sir, and I second that. I'll piggyback. I mean, thank you so much for that, really. Okay. You it, know, I, we've had, there's a lot, been a lot of talk in the past about this being a UKC organization. It, it's not actually a UKC organization. Yeah, we hold UKC hunts, but we're also giving $500 to the PKC state hunt this year for an open, for added purse for their open event. And we work for everybody in the state, whether you're a member of this association or not. But it's very important if, that people become members because when we go before before the wildlife committee or before legislation, the number one thing that they look at is membership, how many members you have. And if you've got 100 members, you're not going to pull very much weight with the wildlife committee or the state representatives. But if you've got 1,000 members, 1,500 members, that carries a lot more weight and you have a, you'll have a lot better chance getting what you need in, in legislation. Well, Ronnie, I got a question, or, and I guess a statement. Whenever I get around someone that's selling those uh, memberships, I always buy one, and most of my hunting buddies. Is there any other way that uh, if we're not at a hunt with a representative there, is there a way for somebody to uh, get a membership? Yes, there is. Um, you can go, if you go on our Facebook page, Mississippi Raccoon Hunters Association, you can ask about joining there and one of the officers will get in touch with you or we can um, I can give you the I may can give you the address right now of where you would mail your membership to yeah and um, I shared a post from the Mississippi Raccoon Hunter Association on the Coon Hunting University podcast Facebook page so if you can't find it you can always go on there and you can find it that it was talking about this state hunt and i shared that so right. anybody that's listening to this wants to and so you can go on that if you're if you like that facebook page you can find the mississippi coonar association facebook page pretty easily yeah the address to is on our facebook page and it is jj potts's address he's our secretary the address is 837 county road 224 water valley mississippi 38965 membership is $20 per person. And so while we're talking about youth hunts, the Mississippi UKC youth hunt is in December, right? That's correct. It's going to be in Coffeville, Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. And the, the PKC will be coming up in March, right? Yes. Daddy? It'll be there in uh weekend in March. Yeah. That's when we'll be there. Yeah. And we definitely uh, hope y'all will come down there for that. Yeah. We'll, Maybe sell some memberships and tell everybody about it. Yeah. The, we'll, we'll do our best to try to make it. And I haven't been, I've been wanting to come every year and it's something's always sure. work been keeping me away. But y'all, we'll try to get some people down there this year and well, that would be help great. out with We're that. We're hoping to have a, a new bigger turnout this year since everything settled down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that, that's what we're hoping for at our youth hunt this year. We got a lot of good prizes. We're planning on giving a lot of prizes to the kids. We're going to start. It's on December 4th in Coffeville, Mississippi. We've got a um, 
starting activities around 12 noon. We're going to be cooking and feeding the kids. Everything is free. No entry fees for anything. Um, we're going to have a drag race, trian contest, coon squalling contest, um, then a licensed UKC bench show and licensed UKC night hunt. Steve Fielder, who is a former, he was the former head of UKC hunting operations, and then he went to work with PKC for a few years. He He's retired now, and he's coming up, and he's going to be our guest speaker. So Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I talked to Mr. Steve. Steve, Steve yeah. does a great job speaking to the youth and talking to them about how to win and sportsmanship and winning the right way, and that's what we need. Steve was a guest speaker at the PKC Youth World Championship to the youth hunters and did an outstanding job. It was a, uh, he's a class act. He is top of the line. Definitely. Yeah, he, he is. He's a great guy. He has a podcast too. It's called Gone to the Dogs. That's his, you know, I've read his book as well, and it's also titled Gone to the Dogs. So anybody that's listened to this, hasn't listened to Mr. Steve's, go over and check it out. But so... What are y'all combating right now? Anything in the legislation that we should be, you know, keen to? There hasn't been anything brought to our attention. Um, you know, we're a small organization and don't don't have a lot of money to pay a pay a lobbyist at the state. Um, I've got a friend who is a lobbyist at the state and. He understands, he knows, he deer hunts, and he understands about hunting. And he is um, he has agreed to watch for anything that will come up for us and can call me and let me know. So hopefully, you know, we can head things off that way if, if anything comes up. So what about any proactive actions right now? Anything anything coming up? or We, we don't have anything going on right now um if anyone has any suggestions or any ideas we'd be glad to listen to it and try to present that to the well either the wildlife committee or the state legislator whoever it needs to go to and try to get it try to get it passed yeah and honestly mississippi does a pretty good job i mean it's, yeah. it's not as as handcuffed as some of the other states you know that's correct we're we're in i think due to the work of Mr. Leonard Birchfield and Peter Rouse and some of them in the past, I think we're in, the coon hunters in Mississippi is in great shape right now. And we have some great hunting. We have, we've got some of the best hunting in the nation probably in some of the places that we have. And, you know, we have the Winter Classic in Batesville. That, that has brought a tremendous amount of money into the state of Mississippi. It, it's several million dollars in revenue comes into the state every February for that hunt. So, and then uh, like the truck hunt, I know that uh, that's a big hunt been happening in Mississippi. The PKC pup and senior hunts happen in Mississippi, and I know you're a big part of getting the guides and and helping out for that hunt also, Ronnie. Yes, I have been in the past, and this this past year they wasn't able to go to the casino because of COVID, so I found a place for them to have the hunt, and we held the hunt in Batesville, the same place that we have the UKC Winter Classic. Uh, you know, this time of the year with dogs, have, have y'all been contacted by anybody that's had a dog shot or anything like that? 
we haven't recently. Um, we had a dog shot at the Winter Classic this past year. Really? Um, the dog was not injured bad. And the bad thing about it, these guys were walking toward the tree. They were hunting on Corps of Engineers land, and the dog had came just off of the core land and was on the edge of the pro private property. And, of course, these guys were walking towards this dog, and this guy shoots from his house and shoots this man's dog at the tree. And fortunately, the dog was not injured very bad, but the guy was. Cool heads prevailed. The hunter did what he had to do. His dog came to him. He came back to us. We got law enforcement involved. The guy was arrested, and he was prosecuted. I mean, what if what if they'd have been standing around the That's tree? That's right. I mean, I mean they could have been is... walking up that tree, and he could have hit somebody just as easy as he did that dog. That is just, I mean, I, I, there's one thing to shoot a dog, but there's nothing to just shoot up in there amongst the dog, yeah. you know, from your yeah. house. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. That yeah, that's, I mean, I've had one shot and kill yeah. off of a tree, and, and you know, I did what I had to do to keep keep calm and got the law involved and did did things the right way and prosecuted the guy that, that shot my dog. Because sure. Well, I tell you, Ronnie, we sure appreciate uh, I, I love coon hunting. Been doing it for a long time. And to have y'all uh, taking care of us with a legislature the best y'all can and everything means a lot to me and uh, to all of us. And we sure appreciate it. And uh, we thank you for that. Thank you. If if anybody has anything coming up, if they know of something, it may be something in their area. It may be like a, a WMA that's being closed to coon hunting in that area. That's happened from time to time. And um, Mississippi Raccoon Hunters Association has changed, you know, got some of that stuff changed. So if anybody out there, anybody in the state knows of any situations like that and they want to they want to get it changed where they can coon hunt that government land and not just keep it blocked off for deer hunting or duck hunting or whatever the case may be, you know, let us know and we'll do what we can to try to get it changed. So, you know, one thing I always think about is that we don't have a, the registries probably do proactively do stuff for, for coon hunting, but we don't have a national association you know and i, I don't I, I feel like we would we would benefit from a national uh, coon hunters association you know i i don't know you know you're you're probably correct on that I, that's something i haven't considered but yeah that would be would not be a bad thing because if you get if you have something going on and you have a meeting and you have a representative from 25 other states around you that comes in and says, hey, this is the way we do it in our state and, and it's worked well for us, you know, it, it can't do nothing but help you, you know. Yeah. Do other states ever reach out to the Mississippi Coonar Association? Do they? Do other states have associations like y'all do? Other states do have. Um, the Kentucky Houndsman Association is probably the strongest association that, that, that I know of in the past. Indiana has a real strong association too. Yeah. And we're trying to, which we've had a strong association in the past and it sort of died down, but we're trying to get it built back up, trying to get a lot of people back as members and and um, trying to do, do things to benefit the coon hunters and 
and be able to keep doing this for a long time. Yeah. Well, I do appreciate it, and I appreciate you taking the time to come over here and talk to us. And oh, you're welcome. Tell us before we log off, let's talk about your coon hunting for Christ. Please. Okay, one, one other thing. That okay. youth hunt is in Coffeville, Mississippi on December the 4th. Um, the bench show, the UKC licensed bench show will be at 4 p.m. Okay. And the UKC licensed night hunt will be at 6 p.m. And all dogs that show or hunt will be eligible for UKC wins. And all entry fees are free. And like I said, we're going to start at 12 that day doing doing events. So the more people shows up, the merrier. Yeah, and that, that is that's great. Now, I love to see that we do have the youth hunts here. In Absolutely. It really is. I mean, you know, it's one thing to have it on a national level, but to be able to have it on the local level, I think it means a lot more. I mean, the, the, the national level means a lot, too, but, you know, you can get more involved when it's a local level. Sure. I feel like, you know, normal you know what I'm saying, layman people oh. you know, can get, you know. And to see the kids' faces, and they love to talk about their dogs. They love to, to get involved. And my thought on that is once a club starts having a youth hunt, they'll be planning for next year pretty quickly because uh, the rewards uh, is great. Before I let you go, we're going to – I know you got to go up here and take registries for the uh, hunt. So – Tell me about the Coon Hunters for Christ and what all goes into that. Coon Hunters for Christ was started in the 1990s by Mr. Joe Brooks from Texas. He was he would go to the hunts. He would um, share Christ with people. He would um, hand out Bibles. He uh, he he always gave gave his little crosses. He would go around and hand out these crosses to people and. Those crosses, I, I see them today still, people handing those crosses out. Um, but Mr. Joe was, um, he would hold church services at the PKC World Hunt. And then after Mr. Joe died, some other people had taken, taken up Coon Hunters for Christ. And like everything, people get busy and it just sort of died down. It wasn't a lot being done with it. And then Bob Osborne and I, we talked about Coon Hunters for Christ and about trying to start something back up. So Angie Meeks, who is the daughter of Larry Meeks, who used to own PKC, she was had control of everything. And Bob called and talked to her. She turned everything over to Bob. And we have, we've got... At some hunts, we set up and sell, we sell T-shirts and give away Bibles and um, and we, you know, share the word. We'll we'll pray before hunts. A lot of times they'll call us and want us to come up and pray before hunt. Um, but we just try to share Christ with people. And PKC has a has a page on their forum, Coon Hunters for Christ. So I share devotions on there a good bit. I don't do it as much as I should, but I, I share a lot of devotions on there. And it's being read by a lot of people. You can, you can go on there and look today and see how many people have read something, how many people have viewed this, and then you go back 
a week from now and look at how many people have viewed this, and it amazes you at the number of people that that actually read read those devotions on PKC on PKC's website. Man, you do a very good job on that, Ronnie, and I sure enjoy reading it. And uh, at the bottom of your post, uh, I remember what it says, but won't you tell me, tell the listeners what the bottom of your post says? It says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And uh, sharing God's word, I think, is which I know is what we're supposed to do. And uh, you do a good job doing that, and it's uh, very appreciated. Yes, Thank sir. you. Yeah, it, it really is. Thank you so much, man. No, without Christ, nothing we do would be possible. You know, every, everything comes from Him. All of our blessings come from Him, and yep. and we have to give back to Him. You, you, and you gotta, if you have the opportunity to share God's word and you don't do it with someone, then you're yep. you're in trouble. Yeah, so. you're right. And. <clears throat> You are correct. I completely agree. Thank you so much, man. Thank you for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. It was great to talk to you. It really was. Yes, sir. I know you're busy. Yes, sir. Coonut University is brought to you by Superior Light Company. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout at nighthunters.com. If you're in the market for a new light, do not overlook Superior. They make the best light in the business. The Hellcat Max Flat Dark Earth Edition is awesome. Comes standard with the new and improved high-intensity green laser Come standard with the newest design and dual walking light modules, offering the brightest walking lights currently available on the market, bar none. And it comes with your choice of red or true amber or double red color module technology. The Hellcat Max new module design reduces weight without sacrificing burn time or brightness, resulting in an overall weight of just 20 to 24 ounces, depending on your cap selection. The Hellcat Max offers the newest battery technology, which allows for five hours of continuous main beam burn time on the highest setting and over 10 hours of highest auxiliary light settings. All controls can be found on one easy nine positions click switch. And all superior lights come with a two-year warranty are made right here in the USA. So check out superior lights. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout at nighthunters.com. Thank you to Mr. Jamie, Mr. Sam at Superior Lights for supporting Coonan University Podcast and making this podcast possible. So I ask all the listeners, if you could, please go over there and support Superior Lights. Use the exclusive discount code that is only available to Coonan University Podcast listeners, CHU Podcast. Superior, step up to the max. Now back to the show. I'm I'm Harry Waldrop out of uh, Ellisville, Mississippi. I've uh, been doing this about 40 years, and uh, hunting with all them old-timers, Joe Stroud, Jesse Stroud, uh, all that bunch, and uh, just come down, check this place out, see what's going on. Yeah, and, you, so you, and you're not hunting tonight, no, right? No, I'm not hunting. I, I, I got some stuff I got to work on, you know. How many uh, dogs you reckon is going to be here tonight? You reckon we're going to have a good turnout? I, I've heard, uh, you know, because you never know, I've heard – hundred dogs. Maybe not tonight, but total, maybe. I mean, there's going to be a pile of dogs. Yeah. Should be some from a lot of, from out of state. Yeah, I figured because, I mean, be. you, don't, you don't hear UKC doing that too much. No, it's close know? to Alabama, yeah. not too far from Louisiana. Uh, should be a good turnout. Yeah, it is. And you got a lot of hunters just around here, oh, too. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? yeah. This is kind of a hotbed. They were maybe asking me if I wanted to take a cast back, but it's, it's an hour and 
15 minutes just a little bit far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I understand. Maybe we can get them all in the woods. Yeah. I think I think we should. And if we're going to put them in a boat if we can't. That's right. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. got my boat, so yep. I'm ready right. to rock and roll. So we were talking about reject. And he's throwing some nice puppies. He, Obviously, you're over there with Bob right by Mr. Mark Summerall. Yeah, he uh, uh, he is. He's if I was in the Walker business, that's where I'd go. I've been around him and and those dogs for a few years now, and around Wimp, you know, up at Pontotoc, and they're the real deal. I mean, they are. Every one of them don't make world champions, you know, like anything, but a big percentage of those dogs turn out to be nice dogs, and they're smart. They're easy to put a handle on. Uh, you don't have to beat on them. Just uh, they nice dogs. Yeah, they are. And I want to get Mr. Wimp on here one day. Man, I'd love well, He's to. 89 and hunting seven nights a week. Yeah. I talked to uh, Mark about getting him on here, you know, not long ago. Right. And now I got this new setup. I, I, it'll be a little bit easier for me to get get with him because oh, yeah. i can just do a phone yeah. call and i don't have to go through he all don't the... get up till about one or two in the evening you know so don't don't yeah it don't do no good to try to get a hold of him that's what mark says he He's... sleeps in every day but uh he'll teach you a lot he hunts in a special way yeah and... uh he we went to pray one night he uh turned of course he turns four dogs loose and he had a six foot rope on all of them i said man you're gonna get your dogs hung up now he said that's that's what I catch him with, you know, keep him having to walk. You know, he just, I, I just hunt him with a rope on him. Really? Oh, yeah. Hunts him with a rope. Yep. Young dogs, you know, he said it just gives me a way of controlling them until I get them, get a good handle on them and all. So. Yeah. It taught me something. <clears throat> Do you, you like him reject puppies better than the repeat? You think he's throwing uh, nice puppies and repeat? Repeat pups hard to beat. Reject is a repeat. Yeah, so, they're, so I mean, they're a lot older. And and you can tell more about them right now. You know, a lot most of you reject puppies are are young, but they're still doing good. But it's a repeat those. And in fact, Wimp told him Mark. He said, repeat those better puppies than he is. You know, yeah. he, it's those a lot better pups than what he is. Yeah. Well, that whole litter that repeat was out of was oh, yeah. just. I mean, oh, that yeah. cross was. Oh yeah. Hub oh, Homer, man, that yep. dude, that dog was, he was a reproducer. I mean, yep. and didn't even really, th- I mean, 400 and something puppies, you know. But That's he's, right. Yeah, I mean, That's bone exactly collector, right. you got that whole, you had Horton Bullet out of that you one. start looking uh, Lock box. at all these stuff that's winning, it's going to be in there somewhere. Yeah. Down the line, it's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, First he one some... I had was out of uh, Bark. Okay. And yeah. he was just a natural. Yeah. Uh, of course, I left. I always raise my dogs loose on the yard with a cur dog. It gets them hunting, gets them treeing, and then I shut them up. Well, I left him out a little bit too long. And one day he didn't show up. Yeah. And I never saw him again, so somebody picked him up. Yeah. You know, but he was nice. Yeah. He was. Oh, Bart. So, no, because Hub Homer was out of Fred and, yeah. and his sister and, and Fred's I think, mama. I think Pete was out of Bark, wasn't he? Maybe. I, I can't. I, no, no, uh, no. Pete was out of Hub's home. Okay. Repeat yeah. was, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's how that worked, that's yeah. Right. Yep. Because him and Bone Collector was half brothers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <clears throat> and then Lockbox and him were full brothers, and so was the Bullet Dog was yeah, full brothers with him. Yeah, over in Bone Collector Dogs, you got something. Yeah. Uh, you getting tight there. Uh, that's right. <laughs> oh, the one I got is tight, tight. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is tight. Uh, yeah. 
But they 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 doing good. Yeah. Oh, reject. Uh, I know Mr. Mark was hunting that young dog off of him last year. That was real nice. What slim? Slick. Slick. Yep. yep. Slick. Yep. Yep. He made him night champion. Oh yeah. And quick. Like, he wasn't about fourteen months old. Yeah. If he was that old. Yeah. Uh, that, he's got a he's got a pup right now. Called him Sweet Sixteen. Okay. Uh, because he's out of the 16 queen, 16 litter. Okay, that's pretty and, cool. Of course, I call mine 16 bells. 16, and, okay. But uh, he, he won, uh, he's won two or three casts already. Yeah, okay. So he's, they're coming on. Yeah. Yep. For sure. The black dog I got, the crossbred out of Lippers Rex, which that's what just come to River Dogs. Oh, yeah, that Lipper the bread, yeah. But he's a grand pup out of Lipper. Okay. Of course, Rex is a semen pup. Yeah. And, uh, I'm about to send him back to Michael Martin. Yeah. And Michael killed 50, 60 squirrels a week with him. Really? And then Trey Coons at night. Coons. So he's, he just, I hadn't been hunting him, and I got to send him back. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's wanting to hunt him. And I said, hey, just. So now I have Draven Sullivan here. He's on the board of the Tree and Walk Breeders and Fanciers Association. Draven, tell us a little bit about yourself. My name's Draven Sullivan. I'm uh, from Yazoo City, Mississippi. I grew up hunting walker dogs, and I've always gone to some of these bigger hunts. And um, I got hooked up with some guys that were on the Walker um, Association board and uh, from Wisconsin. And um, it kind of led from there. I went to a walker. I've been going to walker days the last couple of years. And uh, they asked me if I wanted to... Uh, represent mississippi on the on the board and um as a director and i told him i'd be glad to um like i said i've always hunted walker dogs and um that's my breed of choice and so what are you hunting tonight what dog i got a um i got a 19 month old pup dixie lynn she's uh off of some big money stock independent dog and sometimes she has a coon, sometimes she don't. We'll see. Yeah, Jeremy just cracked a joke and said, that's all them walker dogs. Huh? I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, she she might not tree uh she might not tree them all, but she'll tree a few of them. Yeah, I know what you mean, man. So what do y'all do? What do you do as a representative for Mississippi? We go to several hunts a year in uh, Mississippi. They want more and more sectionals. The Walker Association wants to get more sectionals down in the southeastern part of the U.S. Uh, there's a lot of them in Ohio and Indiana and, and, and up northern. And so they kind of want some people, you know, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, to put on some more Walker sectionals and just grow the Walker breed as a whole. I can't remember exactly how many memberships we got, but we're just trying to grow the Walker Association and and, and put on some hunts, particularly Walker sectionals, uh, which you can get qualified for the Lee Crawford. And uh, the Walker's, Walker Days is in Indiana. That's a really, really nice place to tree some coons. There's a lot of coons in Indiana, northern Indiana particularly. But uh, just to grow the Walker breed, Put on as many hunts as we can, walker sectionals. What's your plan for sectionals here in Mississippi going forward? We got um, in the works for next year, we got a few that we're going to try to put on, um, and we're going to try to spread them out throughout the state. 
not all in the northern part of the state, not all in the southern, maybe some in the middle. Um, I know Alabama's putting on a few. Um, Kyle Shelton out of Alabama, he's on the Walker Board Association as well as the vice president. Um, he's getting a few hunts put in Alabama, so we're going to try to do the same over here in Mississippi. I don't think we have but one or two this year. You, you going to participate in the bench show? I'm not a bench show guy. Not a bench show guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I like to watch it. I will watch it. How many uh, How many dogs are you predicting going to sign up tonight? I'm going to go with 68. Okay. Hunting. 68. 68. All right. That's an exact number right yeah, there. You, yeah. You yeah. Got, do you know something I don't? <laughs> well, Jeremy said there was going to be 100 plus. So I I'm figured. Gonna, Cause I think it's, you're going to draw a lot of people out that aren't typically, you know, going to hunt UKC maybe, you know, especially yeah. like even around here, you know. Well, being you got, in Loosedale, you're probably going to draw a lot of people from Alabama, mm-hmm. uh, southern part of Alabama, so that'll be good. And even Louisiana's not that far away, so no. it's just, that'll be awesome if three states represent. Yeah, and you never, I mean, for $4,000 at it for a $35 entry. That's, and they have some really good hunting nice. around here too. They do. You know, I mean. They do. We'll get Bubba over here. You know Bubba? I don't know Bubba. <laughs> Never met a stranger, though. Yeah, I hear you. What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? You want to sit here? Hey, I think this one this one was working. That one was working. Depends on who's getting muted out and who's not getting muted. All right, so we have Bubba Andrews here. You're the president of the uh, Pascagoula? Pascagoula. Pascagoula, okay. So uh, tell me about the hunt y'all got going the money you got at it and everything, and how did that come about? Okay, so this particular hunt we're at today, this is we're just hosting a hunt for uh, Mississippi raccoon hunters, and um, today is a first day of a two-day hunt that we'll be giving away, or the Mississippi raccoon hunters will be giving away four thousand dollars added purse over the next two days. And that's along with whatever entry fees they come in and, and the breakdowns of that. So a uh, little chunk of change for just a little two-day hunt here in South Mississippi for sure. Yeah, and it really is. And I, I don't know if any other state hunt for UKC has done that yet, have they? Not that I'm aware of. Do you know of any? I don't know of any uh, I don't. that have done that. I know Alabama does a little bit of money, but I don't think it's, it's $4,000. When I first heard that, I was like, what? I sent that to somebody, and they were like, no, you're lying. I was like, no, I promise. So, and and the way they got it broke down is uh, the final four, well, they'll be giving away $1,000 to the winning dog of the final four and then um, have money added just to the final four would be $1,000 each night, and then 2000 goes to the final four. So it's uh, – it's a pretty substantial little pot that uh, we're not accustomed to seeing on the UKC side of things, for sure. No, and you're, and you're right. Like, state champion title's enough, but then and, – and I like the yard hunting the final four off of the two. You know what I mean? I think that's really, really cool. Yeah, we're, we're fortunate to uh, get to host it this year. Last year we had it slated to uh, host it, and then we got the uh, the old hurricane. And, and this part of the, uh, the country, we're very weather-dependent, and if uh, the wrong kind of rainstorms come through – we'll lose about half of our hunting grounds that's uh, probably the best in the state you know yeah i mean and it's definitely the best south of, of the delta you know i mean it really is i i hunt where you're talking about too so 
I mean, it really is awesome hunting. That hurricane really did do some damage to it. It, it did. It did. Uh, hopefully, we can avoid all the leaning trees tonight, and uh, we can look at a lot of raccoon eyes. I hope sure. so. I, you coming in the boat? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you got... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're bringing a boat. Uh, oh, y'all bringing a boat, too? Um, <laughs> yep, we're, we're going to bring a boat. We're, we're going to try to put – I didn't know – I didn't realize you were bringing a boat, so we'll have three casts across the river tonight. We've we've put some good scores up from across that river, and uh, it's funny how the hot spot changes every year. You know, a couple of years ago it was down there uh, off of Boneyard Lake Road. We had a couple 700s come in, and then uh, – uh, Last year, dang near fist fighting over 26, had a few 700s come in. Out of 26? Out of 26. I, I was telling them, I said, I bet you ain't going to be able to fit another dog off 26 tonight. Mm. It's been a good spot, and and people hunt it regularly. And seem, I know. It seems like the coons just kind of <laughs> replenish overnight. It, it, it's crazy because, you know, and I hunt, like I said, I hunt over on the, off the creek, and you, you don't ever see anybody. Nobody over there hunting. And there's some coon in there. But then you go over 26 and it's bam, bam, bam. It's like, what? It's like, how? I don't like hunting on that river because the, the banks are so steep. You know, it's hard to find a place to to pull up and go hunt. You know, yeah. To me, it's a little bit harder than the creek. I can just pull up anywhere. It is, unless you get a good sandbar. Yeah. Then it's hard to find a place to tie off to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's catch twenty twos wherever you go. Uh, the high banks is slippery and muddy, and uh, then you got to walk a ways to get to the woods if you go to a sandbar and tie off. Like you said, yeah. what kind of dogs you're on? Walker. And you? Walker dogs. Fellas. Walker dogs. What you hunting? Y'all still using beep beep systems too? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it last week. <laughs> I just upgraded. What you talking about? Uh, I got the quick track. With the, you know, the top of the line. Yeah. Nah, I, I run English dogs, man. Okay. Well, I, I, I did a I did an episode with Paul Taylor too, with Swamp Rooster. You got anything you'd like to add? Huh? No. You good? Good. Yeah. You gonna score seven hundred? No, I'm not even hunting a dog. My dog's in here. Oh, that's that's a dog. Yeah. Man, it's turned out to be a pretty night. It is. It uh, is going to be a real, be a, real pretty night. Shouldn't be any wind. Yeah, my hope tomorrow is just as cooperative. I don't know what the weather looks like, but I think this weekend is supposed to be a really, really pretty weekend. Lows in the forties, highs in the sixties. All right, we're here at the Mississippi State Hunt, and then I'm joined by Mr. Jeremy Purvis and Josh Green. So, Josh, so what are you hunting tonight? I'm hunting a little four-year-old dog, uh, Mayo Singing Rock. He's off uh, on his daddy, me and Brian Lott, uh, Coon Valley Singing Tap. Uh, Rock Rock's done, done a pretty good bit of winning. He's he's a uh, he's a pleasure to hunt, and he's gonna give you 100 percent every time you turn him loose. Some nights we get lucky, and some nights we come up short. So you on so you on Singing River Tap. Tell me about tap. Oh, I've been I've had tap partners on tap with uh, Brian Light for I guess going on about three years. Uh, I I bought him for my 15 year old son to hunt. He's 15 now. I had no intentions of owning a stud dog. And 
so we bought him, brought him home, started hunting him, and next thing I know, we got a stud dog. So, uh, Taps, uh, he's he's reproduced several good ones. He's like some my rock dogs out of him. There's a dog out of him called Bad News Buddy. That uh, guy not far from here used to own Charles Taylor. He uh, was a PKC English World Champ a couple years ago. Tap, he's number two on the UKC reproducers list. He's 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 done a done a good job reproducing. He's pretty nice hound. And what is Tap out of? Tap is out of uh he's Fayard bred on top and then he's uh some old tap blood on the bottom they call. So Jeremy, while he's looking for that, tell me about the dog you are hunting tonight. The Walker dog. He lipper bred? Yeah, he's lipper. Straight out of old lipper. Now I'm hunting up. Little three-year-old female out of my shadow dog, Pearl. She does pretty good. She's a layup kind of style of dog, so short and close. I, I got out of the deep and lonely stuff several years ago, so she's short and close. And for the people that listening, you hunt dogs off Mr. Jack Smith's line, right? The, yeah. Uh, we talked about. Yeah. It, uh, Pearl would be, would be about the fifth generation of my dogs, somewhere in there. All right, so tell us Tap's pet pedigree now. Uh, Tap, he's off a dog called Fayard Zombie that uh, guy Todd Fayard used to have. He used to do a lot of winning. He, he's, he's out of the coon dogs now, but then on the bottom side, he's uh, out a female called Coon Valley Queen, which is where the, the old Tap blood comes in. He's doing his fair share of reproducing, and he's he's a he's a nice hound. And people remember Mr. Eddie Simmons was talking about Todd Fayard, the Marge dog. He was out of some of that stuff. Yeah, tap, tap episode goes three. Back. Yeah, yeah, so, tap goes back to Mad Matter Marge, all that. So, what's y'all's expectations for tonight? Well, mine is to make it through the night without getting wet. It is mine. So, as we were saying before the mic fell. Uh, my ex expectations tonight for this hunt uh, is hopefully have a good turnout and uh, hopefully put everybody in the coons. It'd be, it'd be amazing you know, if everybody come back plus points. And uh, as far as me and Rock go, I just you know hope, hope we have a good two hours. And if we come out winners, we, we come out winners. If we don't, you know, may the best dog win. Just have a good time and fellowship with people. That's that's what I look forward to. Yeah, I bet you ain't gonna be able to fit another dog down there on Highway 26 tonight. Yeah, uh, we we we've got a bunch of guys stepped up to guide for us tonight, and uh, we have our local places here. We're gonna gonna try to have everybody spread out, and uh, like I said, hopefully everybody will look at Coons tonight. Yeah, Jeremy, talking about getting wet. If you come with me, you might. <laughs> We're going out of boat. Well, I'm a I'm a flatland drought hunter, so all this water's kind of strange to me. I'd rather I'd rather wade a waist deep slough than walk up a hill.
I really hope y'all enjoyed that interview as much as I did. If you like what you heard here, go on over to Facebook. Give us a like, at Coon Hunting U. Also, go to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us out. And remember, if you need a new hunting light, do not overlook Superior. They make an awesome light, best customer service in the business. Man, their walking light and double red is the brightest I've ever seen. Use coupon code CHUPODCAST at checkout at nighthunters.com. You can find the link in the description box below this. Coon Hunting University is a product of Audio Hound Productions. Until next time, y'all have a wonderful day.